Hello and welcome to this episode where we're going to be talking about systems being your friend but only when they're effective and I'm going to be breaking into what systems are, how to implement them properly, how to not implement them, when they're going to help you and they're not going to help you. Before we do that, my name is Dan Holloway, I'm a business coach and a mentor and I help creative entrepreneurs. My mission is to help 1 million creative entrepreneurs to earn a stable, diverse income from doing what they love. So if that sounds like you, then you're in the right place. So systems, what are systems? Systems in a business sense are essentially a set of tools or processes that help you to accomplish a task on repeat and to basically be more efficient, to make you save time to make you be focused to make you be more effective with what you do and how you do it they, they are systems they could be automated they could be outsourced they could be checklists that you yourself run through it is a system it's a workflow it is a process okay now as i explain this to clients i'm on the on the regular there's a difference to implementing systems that are automated and implementing systems that are done by humans you know whether that's you or whether that's your team or whether that's outsourcing and when you actually look at systems that are automatable and systems that are not automatable i.e they are human based systems you need to be really clear on process that's another word i'm going to chuck into the mix today <clears throat> because processes are what systems are made of. Systems are a collection of processes. Processes themselves come really in two different forms. Okay? The first is static, the second is dynamic. And I'll explain both in this episode. So the first, static. Static processes are things that do not change. Processes of actions or process of actions that themselves do not change. They are the same. So let's take, for example, invoicing, right? You have an invoice that goes out to a client. That client hasn't paid that invoice by the deadline. So you could have a human cut and paste the text of an email to say, hi, insert client name here. Your invoice is X days late. <clears throat> the due date was blah. Here's the copy of the invoice attached. Please make payment by x date or within x days right click send that is a static process that process does not change you can insert variables of the client name and variables of the invoice um, attach the actual invoice itself but a human doesn't need to do that right if you're using something like zero like i use xero that's the accounting package i use then when I create an invoice, if someone hasn't paid on time, which is quite rare to be fair, because people just don't pay me late. <laughs> don't know why. Maybe they either they respect me or they fear me. Who knows? But they, they tend to pay on time. But on the rare occasion that they don't, I never physically have to send reminders because when it gets to the stage where that payment hasn't entered into my accounting software and it's not been reconciled, i.e. that client has not paid, then to me... I don't have to do anything because the system will detect that it will recognize that invoice is overdue and it will send an automated reminder and it will send three of them 
and the last one of which is basically going to be like red all over it to say pay up immediately and it will send three automated reminders i've written those templates myself so it's it's a bit more friendly than the standard templates that come out you know i don't want to be like that iron fist that's like pay me immediately or you know hell will follow i'm not that kind of a guy so i've written the templates which i did once and i never have to do anything with that again you know on the rare occasion that someone's paid late you know mistakes happen we're all human then i don't think it's ever really got to two stages of the reminders going out i don't think anyone's ever had the third level um, to my knowledge at least i don't think that's ever happened but with the emails that go out there's payment links on there they can pay via paypal they can pay via card the bank details are actually on the invoice so you can send me a bank transfer i use TransferWise. i think they call themselves wise now or international transfers so you know i've got a us account i've got a um, uk account i have a euros account you can pay me pretty much any main currency that you like and that's static processes right i never have to touch it the same goes for pretty much everything else you can see out there that is standard automatable if it's the same thing over and over and over again and it doesn't change that's a static process now dynamic processes are by definition variable they are by definition unpredictable they are by definition dynamic now dynamic processes are basically anything that is prone to change or anything that is prone to unpredictability humans as a prime example of that anything where human interaction is required where you cannot 100 identify what the response is going to be that you're going to get that is a dynamic process anyone out there who will say they can program a messenger bot to speak to a human like a human 100 of the time frankly is lying because that technology does not exist they can get pretty good in some areas but nothing is foolproof and often you can tell a mile away that you're talking to a robot so that to me is not a dynamic interaction you know that is forcing the human conversation down a path that is a static path forcing and funneling the human to effectively cooperate and that's not a nice experience for a human to have you know we roll our eyes at it we're like oh god we're one of these messenger bots or oh god one of these phone flows where i've got to press one and then press five and then you know try and jump off a cliff <laughs> because we've run a hole for 20 minutes we don't like those things dynamic processor processes are also human conversation yeah you know, they are dynamic so you could have a system going back to systems now you could have systems in place that consist of both static and dynamic processes but you need to make sure that where the handover is between the two is valid it's accurate it is a human flow and it's a human friendly process switching from one to the other so i create an invoice for example which i do say for instance if i did a manually created invoice for a custom engagement coaching mentorship and consultancy with a client i create that invoice physically dynamically because it's a dynamic process getting payments chasing of payments they're static processes that's all automated if someone's got any questions 
that transitions to a dynamic process because people are asking questions. They've got some kind of feedback to give, some kind of question to ask. It needs a dynamic response. Then actually onboarding that client, asking the same questions that I ask every client, that is a static process. So that's a onboarding form that's static. The actual engagement call, the onboarding call is dynamic. That's me getting on a call with them, going through their answers, really refining down what help they want, where they want their help, their goals they want to achieve, how I can help them to achieve that, timeframes, what their, their focus is, what their drive is, what their motivation is, the timescales that they want to actually achieve these outcomes, if it's viable, if it's not, in my opinion, that's dynamic, right? You see how I'm going with this? Static, dynamic, static, dynamic. That is how you do systems in a friendly, effective, efficient way. And if you want to dig into how these actually work in your business, if you want prime examples, if you want to really understand how this works to a much deeper level, then there's content within my business library, which tells you all about this stuff. You know, that's launching on the 1st of September. So if you're catching this episode after the 1st of September, then there'll be links in the description below to where you can gain access to that library. If you're watching this before the 1st of September, then it's your lucky day because I have early bird access available as of now for you to really get into that library come the 1st of September when it launches for a price that is never, ever, ever going to be available again. So if you're watching this in the month of August, it is your lucky month. Links in the description below or head over to danholloway.live forward slash TV and you'll be able to see how to gain access to that library and it is ridiculously cost effective for the kind of knowledge and information and ongoing Q&As that you're going to be gaining access to. So by all means, jump into that. But for now, think about systems, think about processes, think about static processes and dynamic processes and what you do on a daily basis within your own organization, within your own business, with your own venture, what are those things that you could automate? What are those things that are the same time and time and time and time and time again? Because I guarantee you there'll be a lot. Automate those and you spend your time on the dynamic. If you don't want to spend your time on the dynamic and if you've got the cash or the capital to actually not do that yourself, then you can offload, i.e. outsource to a team member or to a VA, whatever, someone else, to do the dynamic for you. But the static, you can automate and it'll just run time and time and time again while you sleep. Happy days. That's all for me today. Thanks for joining and I'll speak to you in the next one.